Good afternoon, or morning, or evening, wherever you may be. This is Donna. And this is Diana. Welcome. And we're here together. Yay! Finally. (laughs) Today we are talking about the Fifth Dimension Collective, the long-awaited third sequel to our series on the Shift and Ascension. So we were instructed... When we were together in Arkansas, and I was giving Diana a QHHT session, we were instructed to actually compile and share information about the Fifth Dimension Collective. So that's what we're doing today. We're so obedient. We are. And we're happy that you're here to listen and share in this with us. Absolutely. So to explore and talk about this concept, because it's going to be a support to many during this time of shifting. And I just want to say as a reminder that when we talk about dimensions or densities, or if you ever hear us talk about planes or parallels and you're lost as to what we mean, there is now an episode with definitions on those words. So you can listen to that. So the raw law of one books with the raw group refers to moving um, as a collective, uh, moving as a planet even, and, and as a human race into the fourth density is what they call it. And Diana and I have been talking about it as the fifth dimension. Now, these are different things and the same thing all at the same time. And I know that's super confusing. If you listen to that episode on densities and dimensions, it might become a little more clear. But just know that those uh, concepts are interchangeable a little bit for purposes of shifting and ascending, okay, is fourth density and fifth dimension. Yeah, and you did a really good job of explaining those two. I think it's easy to understand and get a hold of. So I really appreciated it, and I think our listeners will too. Thank you. (laughs) So what is a collective? Let's start there. A collective is a specific morphic field that we would consider an actual being that is made up of a group of individual consciousnesses. So each one of us is actually basically a morphic field or an individuated portion of source, uh, but we, we see ourselves as, as beings. I see myself as a being. Diana sees herself as a being. Uh, We are actually, though, each one of us a morphic field. Now, all animal species have a collective consciousness, and animals have less conscious individuation. They are actually governed or kind of ruled or much more conscious of of the collectiveness than they are of their individuation, which means, of course, um, animals are much more affected by the collective than by their individual wills. Humanity is the opposite, with individuated consciousness being our primary driver and less awareness of our collective influence. The vast majority of us, in fact, don't even realize that we have a collective consciousness. A good way to describe a collective consciousness is to think about how our bodies are made up of trillions of individual cells that are all very much alive and physically individuated and doing specific jobs, and yet together they form a power that is much greater than themselves, and that power has its own consciousness. That would be our consciousness. Another physical example would be the internet. The internet, uh, something that is created by the input or the individual creations of many, but that has become its own larger or collective entity. 
So the collective consciousness is the larger being that exists made up of all of us currently incarnated as humans on planet Earth. Each one of us is like a pixel, you could say, and together we make a being that has great power. Now, this power is fully understood and has been sort of usurped by those that are manipulating humanity during or have been manipulating humanity during this last descending or dark age, the descending yuga cycle, which we are now moving out of. But as each one of us individually awakens to higher truth and awakens, the collective can no longer be used without our knowledge or our consent. So good news. (laughs) Now, the current 3D or third dimensional collective is undergoing dramatic changes as humanity worldwide shifts into our individual awake consciousness. There, There is the awakening and along with that, the setting free of that collective power. And there will need to be healing. There already is starting to be healing of that collective consciousness and a learning process for that, all of which is part of this shift and ascension. The natural confusion of the bulk of us as individual humans, while all of this shift plays out, will be reflected and is reflected in the 3D collective consciousness. So now that we have uh, hopefully a good definition of what a collective is, what we are focusing on in this episode is not the 3D or third dimension collective consciousness. We are actually going to focus on and talk about the 5D, the fifth dimensional collective consciousness. Yes. So with that, we're going to go right into, if you're listening to this, you are a light worker. That term gets thrown around a lot. So we just wanted to speak to that today and try to give a good working definition for that. And it can be light workers are healers, teachers, mechanics, builders, farmers, leaders. It could be police officers, social workers. I mean, the list could go on and on. Uh, it doesn't matter what they do. We call them light workers because those who are of a high enough frequency will literally hold and spread the light as it comes in during this new age. Uh, that is our job, is to anchor that light to help us all raise our vibration, to be able to go into the 5D collective consciousness that is coming online now. This looks like love in all forms. Uh, It's kindness, creativity, gratitude, peace, truth-telling, freedom bringers. You get the idea. Love comes in many, many forms. Light workers are not all aware that they are light workers. I would say they are more unaware of who and what they are than the numbers of us who consciously know. And this is why Donna and I do QHHT. Um, This is probably one of the most important things that happens in a session for people is it connects them to their light and helps them do the work they came to do and be the light they came to be. It's said this is partly why the energy waves have been delayed because we needed more people who can handle it, who can be anchors of the new energies and use it to create a new world. 
We who are light workers are a collective of souls who are ready to shift into the fifth dimension. And in fact are. People are shifting every day. This collective is an energy of higher 5D or fifth dimension frequency. We'll refer to it as 5D sometimes. That we can all bring into our current lives and anchor it into our reality where we are today. And we'll talk more about this of how to do this in a bit. Uh, we light workers are here specifically to help those in third dimension awaken and raise their frequency enough to do this transition into the fifth dimension that we are already experiencing ourselves. Um, we literally are the bridges that others will use to get to the next dimension. And that's why it's happening to us first. This transformation is happening within us first, so we know how to show the way. We are blazing the trail. We bring the light into us first in the third dimension world, and then we're able to hold that for everybody else so we can move collectively into the next. Mm -hmm. Volunteering for this type of help can feel like a very difficult task if we focus on doing it. And that is a big challenge I know for me and a lot of people is we feel like we're supposed to be doing something all the time. You know, it's what do I need to do next? I'm not doing enough. Mm -hmm. I hear I hear this all the time, and I say this more often than I would like. Mm -hmm. um, so I can tell you from personal experience, it's better to focus on being it. Being the love and compassion, kindness and peace in every situation. Being wisdom. Out of this being will naturally flow any doing that is needed. And like I said before, I'm still learning this concept. Um, our energy, my energy and example is enough to cause others to waken. And that's just the most important thing that we can focus on if you are a light worker is to clean up your own energy. Heal, heal yourself, forgive, forgive yourself, forgive others. Let go of all that stuff we hold on to and all the things we think we need to do. Transform any remaining fears you have. We have a podcast on, on exactly that, transforming the fear and different ways that we can heal ourselves and do this work for ourselves. Because as we become clearer, our light increases. And as our light increases, our frequency rises. And it will raise the frequency of everything and everyone in this dimension too. If you and I are each a specific stream, pond, fountain, or lake, and we focus on purifying our own water, it will affect those who come in contact with us, as well as all the other waters out there. We all eventually flow into each other. What you do or don't do within yourself eventually impacts everyone else on the planet. And I can tell you it is the coolest thing when you feel that, when you are vibrating high and just pay attention on the days where you feel really strong and really present and really grounded within your own light, watch people's reactions to you. It is a really interesting thing. Donna and I were just talking about this today, weren't we? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Being with someone and, and they get excited and they're like, I feel really good or I have so much energy right now. And it just, it makes us smile inside because, because it's the thing we're offering. It's the thing we're being and we're feeling aligned with our purpose here. We're flowing out. That's right. Into each other. <laughs> so according to Ra... The Raw Collective, those of us who are ready to transition to the higher dimension, the fifth dimension, are those who are living at least 51% in love. And I've shared that before. 
Those who are living less than 51% in love still have lessons to learn in third dimension and will be much more comfortable in third dimension until they spiritually evolve further. Now, this is not at all a contest between those who are kind of ready to bump up and those who are not any more than moving from junior high to high school is a contest. There is simply an orderly, inherent progression, even though it is very individualized for each soul. Now, apparently, there are many souls that are right on the cusp of that 51%. And this, my friends, is the work that many of us have volunteered to do from a soul level and have incarnated for at this time. By simply being here, the energy of the light bringers, the light holders, the light workers, raises the overall frequency and enables some of the souls that are right on that cusp to increase their frequency and and actually, you know, bump up. So now it must be said that this work can be difficult for the souls who have volunteered to do it because we have to exist and work in an environment that feels uncomfortable much of the time. And it's uncomfortable due to lower dimensional factors that feel sort of slow or heavy and frustrating, frankly, (laughs) due to working with souls that do not understand how much better things could be if they just let go of things like greed and fear and all the ways that we unlove each other. So it was explained to Diana and I that as high frequency light workers ourselves, and you guys that are also high frequency light workers, our consciousness actually ripples back and forth between third dimension and fifth dimension. And this can feel very much like a mental and emotional and physical roller coaster because we're going back and forth between lower and higher frequencies or ways of being. There is help for this difficulty. Well, and I just like to say here, Donna, that I know for me in that rippling effect, it's not like being, you know, a higher frequency light worker means this stuff doesn't ever happen where I go into unlove or I go into greed or I go into fear. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed is the more that I do my own work of releasing and healing and Uh, letting go and forgiving that I just become aware of it much faster Mm -hmm. and I'm able to then raise it in that moment. I have that choice. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like, you know, I want to speak to that because it it is, it still happens to us. We're still human. We're Mm -hmm. still here in 3D and our work is here, Mm -hmm. Um, but we can pull in those 5D supports and knowledges. So, yes. Yeah. And we're going to, one of these four ways to work with the ripple effect, (laughs) we'll speak to some of that. Awesome. Having help. So number one, help for the difficulty is the simple knowledge that you have volunteered to help, that that's part of what you're here for. To me, that made a lot of difference was just to have that understanding and that knowledge. It, It helped to ease some of the discomfort. It's like realizing all of a sudden that you are a student aide in a class, which you have already passed. It helps you have patience with those around you who might be struggling to study and learn the material that you think seems maybe simple or easy. This knowledge alone that you are a volunteer, that you are here to help and to be love, 
can help us exist more happily in an immature or lower frequency environment. Number two, there are constantly resources available to you for the asking, but we must ask. We must ask. Higher beings around us like angels and guides and masters will help when we ask, absolutely. But, we, but they won't step in and they won't help if we don't ask because that's infringing on our free will. So something that it seems simple, but for me it hasn't been <laughs> to remember to ask for help when I need it. And when I ask, I specify that I'm asking those of the highest frequency of love. So I simply put out my requests like a prayer, somewhat, being as specific as possible as to what I want, what's going on, and and what I want help for. And help always does arrive, as long as I'm open to help in any form and not being rigid about the form that I envision. And as long as I'm helping myself to my full capacity. Higher beings tend to have a much broader view So it's better to trust them to answer our requests in a manner that we perhaps cannot even imagine. And then, of course, tapping directly into divine source or your higher power, as is tapping into or contacting your higher self. Number three, I recommend this very simple technique that is called CTT. That stands for Consciousness Transformation Tapping. And we can use this to treat our own fears, uh, blocks that we might have, uh, emotions, negative emotions, or even for insight into a problem or to manifest things. And I'm not going to go into teaching this because at the end of the session today, I'm going to give you the man's name who teaches it and how to contact him and learn more about this. But this is basically, CTT is basically a very simplified version of EFT, which stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, and EMDR. So that is something that I use almost daily when I get into situations that I just need quick help with, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, whatever. Number four ways that we can kind of support ourselves in difficulties is the 5D collective, what we're talking about today. Entering into or tapping into this specific morphic field during meditation maybe, or contemplation or prayer, whenever it is that you are most open and quiet and focused inward, while falling asleep at night is actually a great time because we enter into theta brainwaves at that time. The actual experience of connecting to the five-dimension collective is going to be a little different for each one of us. For me, I simply set my intention during meditation usually, or while I'm falling asleep, to connect to that, and I feel the connection in my heart center sometimes in my uh, pineal and crown areas too. Now, sometimes once I've connected to that, I get visuals or knowings. I get a little downloads sometimes. I might hear or feel things, but mostly it just feels like going home. And I tend to just bask in it. I soak in it. It feels revitalizing and super restful and kind of like a vacation, (laughs) kind of like the best vacation that I've ever had. 
I'm going to go into a little more information about the 5D, 5D Collective, how it might feel or appear to you, and some different ideas of how to work with this frequency, and then we'll talk about some instructions for things that you might already be experiencing or you will experience as you move more fully into this higher energy. Um, the energy of 5D collection, the collective is a powerful one, and it's because it's a higher frequency than what we are physically living in now. This higher frequency usually feels inspiring, nurturing, it could be profound and empowering. It could be any or all of those at the same time. It is the team spirit for all of us who are here volunteering instead of going on into the next dimension. The lightworkers are like the fastest runners on a track team, hanging back to help, waiting to cross the finish line with those who are slower or injured. We are still learning and growing via this volunteer program, so allow for that as well. Our process is still ours. We're still here to experience and learn, as is every soul that's chosen to be here during this time. It doesn't matter if you're the fast runner or the slower injured at the back. We're all on the same track. Mm -hmm. In fact, we may be learning and growing more rapidly this way than we would have had we gone on to the next thing in our journey. So it all tends to serve, you know, the evolution process. The 5D Collective is like an energetic teacher's lounge where we can go to rest, be refreshed, and gain inspiration to keep going. Since we have decided to work in third dimension to offer our light, our wisdom, love, healing, etc., and to be that bridge, the 5D Collective Consciousness is available to us as a way to access the higher frequencies of the fifth dimension. We are told to anchor it in, and I envision this as anchoring up, which is an interesting experience, and I invite you to play with that within yourself. Uh, typically, we talk about grounding down, anchoring down, but this actually is a different direction, uh, so I'll be interested to you know, hear any feedback you might have of what this is like for you. We'd love, we'd love to hear your experiences with, with this energy that we're talking about. If you go to a foreign country to do volunteer work, as you know, I'm sure a lot of you have, you might know what that feels like to have some sort of connection with home, whether it's a group of fellow volunteers, regular internet connection to your friends and family, people who understand what you're going through or have done it before, or even making visits home if it's a prolonged trip where you're going to be there for some time. The 5D Collective is to serve this purpose for us until our own transition is complete. So it is a, res a resource and a support and a respite, if you'd like to look at it that way. If you don't currently have another person or a group where you can talk about spiritual understandings or the metaphysical world or your light work, however that shows up, we would encourage you to begin to seek out your own tribe. It is a huge support for us as we are in 3D because the energies are so roller coaster. Um, I would recommend asking your guides or your higher self to bring you a person or a group. As Rumi says, what you seek is seeking you. And again, as Donna talked about before, you just have to ask. It's the asking is the most important thing. It's putting it out there. It's the same as an intention, setting an intention. And having that physical connection to others of high frequency will help you understand the energetic feelings of the 5D collective. So seek them out. They are also seeking you. Awesome. So just a reminder, 
that when you get tired and frustrated or maybe even fearful about these current times, (laughs) remember that you and I, we are here and doing this for what seems like just a minute from this perspective of the other side. It's basically like we fall asleep up there and we have this dream of coming to earth and living a lifetime. And then we wake up and go on with our real soul life over there on the other side. That's basically what it's described to us as being like. Two days ago or so, I went down to Manitou Springs, which is an eclectic little hippie town down at the base of Pikes Peak, where I like to go to get dark roast mate and people watch. During the summer, they have this pottery and poetry gig sort of set up every Wednesday morning where you can go and write poetry and make pottery for free, even. So I was there with one of my sons and his girlfriend, and I was doing the poetry part, and they have these lists of starter ideas for the poetry. One of them that caught my eye said, what if you woke up and life was all a dream? Now, of course I chose that theme. Of course I did. Of course you did. (laughs) Because that is literally how I view this lifetime, as a dream that my soul is having. So hopefully some of this is going to help you begin to take in the love and the joy that is flowing constantly in and from the fifth dimension collective consciousness. Begin to realize that it is there... uh, and here for you at all times and is a source of understanding the bigger picture and going deeper into each of our own growth as well. Diana's going to talk uh, about a couple major things that might be happening for you or the people around you as we move more and more into the 5D reality. Yes, this came to me as instructions, how to help. That's a a big theme in my life in focus is I know I'm here to help, but how do I help? What does that look like? And just to give you a little bit of background first before I um, plunge into that, uh, three years ago in my first QHHT session I ever received, I was told I'm here to be a pillar of light for all those making the transition from 3D to 5D. I was told that it would be very strange and new and crazy and empowering as our higher senses started to come back online, and people would need me and others like me to help them with this. They wouldn't always know what was happening, and many would freak out and possibly misunderstand, misuse, or try to shut down these higher senses that would be coming online. Part of my purpose here is to help them with this, teach them about it, and normalize it as they transition. The higher senses I'm talking about are things like telepathy, which is knowing what someone else is thinking or feeling or what is going on with them that is causing difficulty in their life. This also feeds into all the clairvoyance, clairaudience, all those higher senses, just knowing in one way or another is another way to put it. So is the ability to manifest faster, which we will get to in a moment. All of these higher senses, as we're calling them today, have been referred to in the past as psychic senses or psychic powers. Some people have been using these higher senses for a long time and have been labeled as strange or unusual. 
Others have also had these for a long time, but they ignore them or they hide them. And the important thing today is to know that this is coming back online for all of us for a very specific reason, which I'm going to share with you in just a moment. Over the recent years, I have become aware that I have always been one of those knowing people. Now I can see that is what I've used to get people to like me, value me, why I am a proficient healer, listener, questioner. I never named it any of those things or felt like I was any different or more special than anyone else. I didn't know what I was doing even as I did it. And I would bet that that's happened for a lot of people. So it's been valuable for me to name it and work with it. I can see now in the same light of awareness how it has been my, both my greatest strength and my greatest weakness. And as I've been working to clear my own field and raise my vibration so I can hold more light, I can see that I am an authority on this subject through the experience of my life. And as I have sought to educate myself on these subjects and to prepare as best I can to support others through this shift to 5D Collective, all that I've learned backs up the experience of my life. Now my learning is to be more conscious about it so I can pass on to others the value and power these higher senses have for us as both a support in the transition and in the new way of being. There's a term I heard recently, the new human. Mm -hmm. And to me, this is what that means. The new human is us in the 5D collective. It is us working with these higher senses that are coming online for all of us and using them in the way they are meant to be used. In love. In love, yeah. right, yeah, both during the transition and as when we are on the other side, however that may look. Mm -hmm. uh, recently, a client came to me for QHHT and having gone through a massive and accelerated awakening process over the past three years. As many of you may have or be experiencing currently, his higher self said now was the time gave him cancer, and through that, plunged him into the awakening process. He dove in, healed himself naturally of stage 4 lymphoma, and continues to evolve into the new human he came here to be and do the work he came here to do as a guardian for the birthing of this new human that we are all being born into. Anyway, he has been experiencing these higher senses coming online, and he asked me what he's supposed to do with them or about them. At the time he asked that, I didn't have the clear answer I wanted for him, at the, and so I went to bed asking my higher self to please show me how do I help with this, and went to sleep. And it's magical how this works, guys. It really works, doesn't it, Donna? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so they did. And the next morning I got major downloads, um, and this is what came out for me. They reminded me to normalize it. Let him in all of you know again and again that this is the new human. This is the very thing that is happening and is going to be happening to everyone transitioning into 5D and the collective conscious living. So the first one we'll talk about, because this one is a pretty common one to come online or one that people have that don't realize that's what they're doing, is telepathy. Just like a child with newfound knowledge and abilities, it is natural to want to show and tell people what we know and what we can do. And they showed me that we are spiritual children as we move out of the third dimension we have been in so long, which has been like our infancy, a spiritual infancy. We're moving into the adolescence of the fourth dimension of awakening, and that's our awakening process that we're going through as we walk through this fourth dimension and into the fifth dimension where we will need these higher senses 
to experience and learn there. I just wanted to throw in real quick, because you mentioned fourth dimension, just as a reminder, fourth dimension is the gateway between third dimension and fifth dimension. Okay, that's it. Go ahead. (laughs) Thank you, Donna. It's also natural during this process when we start to you know, wake up to these things and start to hear and know these things about ourselves and others. Um, it's natural for the people we want to tell and show what we know not to want to see or listen or know what we want to tell them. <laughs> yeah, many like of a, you. It's like a riddle. <laughs> it's like a riddle, yes. And I've had this experience of I really feel like I need to tell this person this because it would help them. Mm-hmm. And they just, you know, don't receive it mm-hmm. at all. Or they might defend, or they might become volatile. I mean, it's, we all are on our own path with this. And so this is just important to know that this telepathy is about our own awakening, not anyone else's. This knowing is about communication. And it is a higher sense coming back online into our conscious awareness because we will need it in 5D and a little bit in 4D. This is a learning curve, like with any new ability. We have to learn how to use it as a sense. It is not so we can spew all over each other what we see and what we know about each other. It is a communication tool. Mm. Its purpose is to give us a deeper understanding of one another and compassion for Mm. one another, Mm. which I thought was a beautiful thing. It is. I just had the thought, it's kind of like when Mama always said, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. It's kind of like that with this uh, new telepathy power that, that a lot of us are coming online with. Is It's not necessarily something we need to talk about unless it's love or goodness. Absolutely. And I love that it's to give us that deeper understanding mm-hmm. of each other, which is natural compassion. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it isn't, hey, I know what's wrong with you and how you can fix it. It's more for us to move into the 5D living and the collective consciousness together so we can have understanding. Mm -hmm. I realize I've been learning this lesson for a long time through my own healing practice, um, which has equipped me to pass this learning on to you today. That is our own journey of growth and learning that we have set up for ourselves, which we alone must walk through in order to get that learning and growth. Someone else trying to help shortcut that for us only gets in the way and can actually prolong the lesson or the difficulty. We are creating our experience every step of the way. And seeking help and support for anything we are experiencing as difficult is often actually a crucial part of the learning. Believe me, I've learned this the hard way (laughs) and can now show up and support people's journeys without feeling like I need to do something or tell them these things I know to help them. I still need reminders of this sometimes with those closest to me because, of course, we want to help them the most. We love them the most. We're connected to them the most. But this lesson applies even more to them than those we are less connected to. So I hope that helps if you are experiencing any of this, just to remember that this is about understanding and compassion and to connect us all at a deeper level. Another higher sense that is coming back online through our conscious awareness is our ability to manifest faster. And by that I mean every thought that we have creates energy that goes out from us and affects other people, other things, our environment, everything that is part of this human experience. 
We are literally creating every aspect of our experience as we go. We have been doing this all along. It's just that, like infants, we've been unaware that we are doing it. Now, as we are becoming aware of it, we must also learn responsibility with this powerful, powerful ability. It can seem wild and crazy, but we must learn how to use it and what it is for. Basically, we are finding out and learning through this ability to manifest how truly powerful we are as creator beings made in the image of source. Coming from a loving place, this is a very good and helpful ability. But coming from a hurt or an angry or a negative place, it is hurting the people and the things that it affects. Because of this ability to manifest, we have been perpetuating the negativity that we have been sort of trapped in during this, especially this descending cycle of the yuga cycle, this descending part. We have effectually created our own prison. The awareness of this ability to manifest and create in our daily conscious mind is returning to show us this, that, that we have been creating the negativity and that we can now change that and to help us choose more wisely what, we, what it is we do create. This is going to help us shift the negativity bias that humanity has been co-creating and trapped in for so long. And the only way to shift this is from within, within each one of ourselves. I can do this for myself and you can do this for yourself. I can share these insights. I can talk to people about the fact that they are manifesting, that we are each manifesting, but these our actions, this is something we can only do for ourselves. What this looks like is when I say, for instance, okay, I'm going to create rain because we need it here. Now this seems like a positive intention of creation, right? However, if this is a lot of rain, that could also potentially cause floods for someone in the area. It will affect someone negatively because maybe they recently had a fire and the water won't soak in. And so you get flooding and mudslides and things like that. So I say, okay, I'm going to create rain because we need it here and let the rains come in only the highest and best way for all it will affect. Instead of just saying, okay, I'm going to create rain. I'm, I'm now thinking of everyone it's going to affect, not just myself and what I want. Here's another example. If I say, I create wealth and abundance for myself. This is good for me, but I don't want to create wealth and abundance if it's going to take away from someone else or create a negative or a lack for someone. So I say, I create wealth and abundance for myself that will be of benefit and help to all who are affected by it. Do you see the subtle difference here in our, in our conscious manifestation in our conscious creativity. This is the practice of shifting from the me first perspective that we have been caught in back to the collective perspective of everything that I do affects you. And so what I do, I also do for you. The service to other concept, because I am you and you are me. We are all connected, part of the same whole. 
the fifth dimension that we are evolving into is a collective experience much more than the third dimension has been. Negative Negativity has kept us believing that we are separate and is what created the me first living model that we've been in. It is a collective, third dimension is a collective that we are moving out of. These higher senses and awarenesses are here to help us more consciously create what we have in the next collective, in the fifth dimension. This is also why this is not happening for everybody at the same time. We talked about earlier how light workers are kind of having these experiences first, <laughs> going first on a lot of this, creating the bridge. Um, this is part of the waking up process as we each do our own work to hold the higher vibration. We become aware of these things and the next level of learning through experience begins for some of us first so that we can then kind of hold hands with people as they come along and go through it for themselves. You know, listening to you talk about that, Donna, I am constantly reminded of the absolute importance of staying in love. Mm -hmm. My higher self and my guides remind me of this at every meeting and opportunity. And it, it all seems to come back to that, of just staying in love. A few days ago, they guided me to the words of Gandhi, and I wanted to share that with you today. He says, carefully watch your thoughts, for they become your words. Manage and watch your words, for they will become your actions. Consider and weigh your actions, for they have become your habits. Acknowledge and watch your habits, for they shall become your values. Understand and embrace your values, for they become your destiny. That's the end of the quote. And this has really been illuminating for me, um, and I've brought it into my own daily practice of how to stay in love and what is the truth of my loving. I have some questions I now ask myself on a daily basis. Are my thoughts rooted in love? Are my words reflecting love? Are my actions showing love? Are my habits based in love? Understanding that we are co-creating a world based in love as we make this shift for ourselves and support others in it. We are co-creating the return to the knowing that all there is is love, which means I must focus on being in love in all I say, do, and think. And what does that look like? Compassion, non-judgment, acceptance, listening. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of when I was in the Christian world. Do you remember the popularity of WWJD that stood for What Would Jesus oh, yes. Do? <laughs> so now mm -hmm. it's helpful to kind of go beyond the Jesus mask and ask what would love do in situations. It helps me be more practical on acting in right ways. Oh, I love that. So that's it. Thanks for hanging in with us today for a little bit of a longer than usual uh, podcast episode. Your additional resources for today. There is an article with two excellent methods to work with our limiting beliefs and blocks and self-sabotage and things like that. It is called Overcoming Your Limiting Beliefs. And that's at www.consciouslifestylemag.com. 
And then I talked about the CTT uh, method, the consciousness transformation tapping. So the man's name that developed that is George, and I don't know how to say his last name. I'm going to spell it. D-U-I-S-M-A-N. So George Doisman, Doismans. I'm sorry, I probably butchered that. If you search out his name on the internet, there are videos and audios with information on that method so that you can learn that for yourself. You can also contact George for a phone session via the directory in the forum called quantumhealers.com that Diana and I are both a part of. So just search out his name on that quantumhealers.com. And again, that's George, D-U-I-S-M-A-N. And then I've talked about Emmanuel's books before, but specifically I wanted to point you towards Emmanuel's book two, Choosing Love. If I were to recommend one book that would hit on everything that we've talked about today, plus a lot more, it would be the Emmanuel's books and specifically book two. Get them. Yes, get them. (laughs) If you don't have a lot of money to spend, you can go to thriftbooks.com and get a lot of books, these included, but um, pretty much any book you can think of for about three to five bucks each. Yes, and I've even found them in used bookstores. I oh, found them cool. at Fort Richards recently, okay. so they're they're circulating. Cool. All right, my friends, that's it for today. Remember to visit our author website, ddadare.com, and let us know what questions you have about any of the information that we share. Also, you can sign up for an email if you would like to know when we release our Atlantis book series coming soon, soon, soon. Very soon. <laughs> Blessings on every one of you today. Blessings on your day. Thank you for being with us and sharing this time.